This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. I'm Terry Struck, host of Beauty Now, a weekly podcast that brings you the latest in beauty from the inside out and the outside in. As a child growing up, my dad would say, hey, if mud in the garden's going to make you look better, TT, you would put it on your face. And um, I just look at him and say, what's your point, Dad? Of course I would. So it's with pleasure I find the latest in innovations and interview experts such as Dr. Paracone, Dr. Mullikin, Dr. Toby Mayer, Dr. Matlock, lasers, lashes, hair, spirit, being fit and healthy, top trainers, motivational speakers, leg veins, and last week we had Michelle Pfeiffer's trainer who wrote an amazing book called The Happy Body, and that'll be coming next week. This week, we have a well-known TV reality star on the popular Real Housewives of the OC, and regardless, I think you need to hear what she has to say. Welcome, Vicki Gumbelson. Well, thank you for having me, Terry. Vicki, you're one of my favorites because you actually empower women, and you're so strong on the show, and I love all the women, but I really have to say you're my favorite because you are real. You're really real, and I think you really more epitomize the OC people that I grew up with. I grew up in Newport Beach, and I have so many people say to me, oh, wow, wow, but I have incredible friends who are business women and amazing spirits and really, really good people, so I love the fact that you wrote a book called yeah. More Than a Housewife. Right. Very excited about it. We actually just launched on Sunday. It's been a seven-month process. You know, I had all these people emailing me daily after they would watch an episode and say, how do you get your drive? How do you get your spirit? How did you get into business for yourself? How do you stay married and have a balance of, um, you know, a work ethic? And, you know, I was born in northwest suburbs of Chicago, so I grassroots, you go to work every day. I've been working since I was 15 years old. I grew up in a very affluent lifestyle, but my father really instilled good work ethic in us. And all five of us, um, all the children, we all own our own business. We all make sure that we control our own destiny and that we don't look to somebody else to do that. So for me, it was just a natural way to be. And then when I moved here to California, I saw these women that they feel entitled to the lifestyle that they have and that their husbands should provide for them. And you know, yes, it's good to be a, a stay-at-home mom to some point, but I also believe that a lot of women get lost in that. And I, I believe that, too. I mean, I think that was my point in saying that when I say I'm from Newport Beach or they're like, oh, all those people, and it's right. not really fair to generalize women. You're right. You know, because either you're instilled with good values and work ethic or you're not. And I know growing up in the Orange County area, that is true. Not only Orange County, but there's so many affluent areas that women do get entitled. But I think that that's where this economy is knocking some people down and they're going, wow, you know, I can't sit there and brag about this or brag about that because now they're in the real world. And that's where I saw you, your strengths come out and say, what are you doing sitting home then? What What can you do? Right. It's like go to work. I mean, all these men that were traveling with us on these vacations. It's like, they're, go to work. How can, from Tuesday to Friday, they'd be following their girlfriends or wives on a, on a filming trip? I just didn't understand it. It really, really bothered me. Um, I don't know if you were able to see last week's episode, but it was a hard uh, episode for me to watch because I physically went through it, and then it was hard for me to actually film it because 
we were supposed to go away to two or three days and have a spa day, shopping day, and the next thing you know, all the men are joining us. And it was like, why don't these women stand up and say, you know what, I, I deserve two or three days to be with my girlfriends. I mean, granted, we're not quote-unquote girlfriends. We film a show together, but you hope that you become girlfriends through this. And what I found out that they're not my friends, they're not my family, they don't have my back, um, they talk bad about me when I'm not there, which is very hurtful. But then I go back to my real world, which is my career, my business, my family, and those are the people that love me, respect me, and that's where I tend to gravitate to is, you know, is, is all this dysfunction and, and sometimes doing a reality show is, is not fun, you know? Well, it's not fun, but it's, it's actually you epitomize real life, and, and how do you handle it? I think you're teaching women, really. How do you handle the backstabbers and those kinds of people? Well, you've got to, um, my grandma once told me, you've got to bend down, touch your toes, and zip her up and, you know, kind of put a coat of armor around it. I'm very sensitive when it comes to people um, not accepting me or liking me for who I am. And I get, I get my feelings hurt very, very easily. So how do you handle the jealousy? Well, the, the way that, you know, from the outside in I look at it is, you know, you're a strong woman. You have your own thing going on. You don't right. have to rely on your man. So. Right. And which is so nice because you have an interdependent relationship. Right. It's it's amazing. I can tell you, it it was a transformation to get to where I'm at in my marriage. But that's why my book, More Than a Housewife, talks about that. When I got married to Don, I was twenty. I was actually twenty nine years old when I divorced Mike, and then I was single for three years, and I got married to Don when I was thirty two. And when I married Don, I thought I hit the mother load. I thought. I was going to be fine. I was never going to have to work again. And I talk about in my book, I went to Costco, and I spent $400 at Costco, and I came home. And he said, what did you do? You got your whole car loaded up with boxes of things. And I had bought roller skates for the kids and wiggle worms for the pool. And, you know, <laughs> I'm guilty of that, yes. And, and basketballs, everything I, I could buy, I put in this cart. And I thought, you know, I married Rich. I Moved out to right. California. I was never going to have to work again, and I was just the happiest thing ever. And when Don said, you know, what did you do, and we don't shop like this, I was devastated. It was like somebody socked me in the gut. And I ran upstairs crying. I called my mom and dad in Chicago, and I said, I made another mistake. I, I married the wrong man. He's, he doesn't want me to go to Costco. And my dad said, you know, Vicki, you, you didn't marry the wrong man. You just need to go back to work. And your goal should be is to make just as much as him or more someday. And he'll never be able to tell you you can't go to Costco. And it was those, my dad's been deceased now for 11 years, and I think about him all the time because it was a pivotal point in my life that said, I married a good guy. You just, you just got to be put at equal to him so he doesn't tell you what you can do anymore. And I know there's so many women out there that are controlled by their husbands. And, and I believe in a 50-50 partnership. I believe, too, when you get married, two don't become one. I think you still have to maintain two people. Well, and I think your message is, too, and like even for our daughters, is take care of yourself, and then if something happens with your man, you don't have to worry. There's a pretty strong chance we're going to be alone sometime in our life. I mean, I've got a staff of seven people in my office. I'm the only one that's married, you know, and we've got two women in here right now. One lady was married 30 years, and her husband came home, after 30 years of marriage and said, honey, I went to my 30-year high school reunion and I fell in love with my high school sweetheart and I'm divorcing you and I'm leaving you and the two kids. And she thought, uh, she, was, he, she thought he was family, that he'd never leave her. And he did, and he got remarried two weeks after they were divorced. And it devastated her, but it, it also taught her, you know what, what Vicki's message is, 
is so right on. She got lost in her marriage. She had her feet cemented thinking, there's no way she's ever going to get divorced. She gained some weight. She got comfortable. She volunteered at school. She was a happy, happy wife. And guess what? He was in an ulterior motive. And there's many, many stories like that. There's many stories, and especially people losing their homes right now, especially in the Orange County area. I have one good girlfriend who's husband started a mega company and lost it all this year and she has no skills and her she's in her 50s and right. and and it's, it really does give you a different perspective right. whether you're married or not and she's blaming him but so your message is a really good one is right. empower yourself and, and who's to say that a man needs to take care of us because we're a woman i don't believe that that's right how, how would you like it to be a man in the world and having these women go out to botox parties and lunches at the beach all day long and he's grinding at the office 10 hours a day I'll tell you, my husband's off of work this week, and I'm already mad at him because I'm going to work 10 hours a day, and, and he's at home, you know, painting the side of the house, you know, where there's a little bit of marks on the walls. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just can't even imagine him, and he's, he deserves a week off of vacation, but I'm just telling you, the mentality is when you go off to work every day and that one spouse is at home, it's why do they feel entitled to not have to make a living to support themselves, too? Whether you have kids or not, your kids are going to be fine. My kids are well-adjusted. They were always in sports. I was at every concert, every soccer game, and, and I always have worked. I've never not worked, and my kids are fine. And both your kids are doing really well. Yeah, they're really good. Actually, I'm looking at my son right now. He's, a, he's one of my top agents right now in my company. So That's great. He's doing uh, Internet life insurance selling, and, and he's doing a fabulous job. And my daughter is a nurse in Orange County, and she's an ER trauma nurse, and she's amazing. I've seen yeah. her, and that's the big difference: is that you've really inspired and, and taught your children a good work ethic too. Well, you can't have your hand out in life because it's, it's not gonna easy. Get slapped. It's going to get slapped. You have your hand out; people don't owe you anything. You know, but in the area that you live in, in the affluent areas, for everybody, it's it's so hard to be able to teach your kids these boundaries. Well, we're we're the odd men out. I hate to say it, but we are. We're the odd men out. But I, how do you do it? How do you well, do it? It's hard. You, you, you know, you can see on TV. I, there's many nights that I cry. I I don't. I'm not resilient from hurt. Yeah, but that's what we like about you, Vicky. <laughs> I've got a heart. I've got a soul. I've got. You do. I've got. I've got. Um, I'm you very wear your sensitive. heart on your sleeve, but, yeah, you, but you're a very strong woman. Um, you know what? I just, I just know that if things are going to get done, it's got to be done. I can only count on myself. And if I'm going to be successful, I mean, this next week, I'm getting another award for the top agent in the United States for retirement planning. Well, I'm number three in, in, in the country. That's huge. When you're filming a reality show, plus you're successful in your career. And, you know, my marriage is doing good, much better than it was last year. It's, it's, it's a balance, but there's many nights I go home thinking, okay, Lord, how can I do this another day? And, and you get up and you slap yourself. I think after a while, it's hard for anybody to be married unless you really can sit down and work it out and communicate. And yeah, you know, it's it's it gets especially tough. in the public eye. It's very right. hard, right? And people judge you and say you're not pretty enough to be on TV. Or you're not you're not skinny enough. Or you're not. This, and who would say that. that about you? I mean, that's where they come out of the woodwork. You you know can read comments and stuff, and God only knows what they have going on for themselves that they have right. time to sit home and comment. Well, they hide behind these computers and. Uh, personally, I don't go on the blogs. I haven't for the last three years. So I think that's really helped me because you get hurt. You get hurt by people saying, well, you shouldn't have said this, you should have said this. And, and I was vulnerable the other day. I, I read something on um, the new girl Alexis's blog saying, you know, just some nasty things about me. And, and I thought, you don't even know me, um, so don't judge me. So you she know? wrote it? 
Yeah, she was. See, that's so. I that's really unprofessional. I think, and I mean, I would think with yeah. all the women on the show that you would refrain right. from doing that kind of stuff publicly. Right, and it's also have some respect. I've been on the show five years. I'm the last original, so to me, it's kind of like the mama bear. You have respect a little bit, and you you, you don't. And even if you that. wouldn't like the other person, you just wouldn't write quiet. about them publicly. Right. Yeah. Just, be, just be quiet about it. So, it's common class. Right. That's I, I think so, too. So, it's about class. So I'm, I'm, I, I get sometimes people say, did you read Alexis's blog? Or, did you read Tamara's blog? Or do you read so-and-so's blog? I said, you know what? I'm not going to read it. <laughs> I'm better off not reading it. No, but, uh, some of those people are pretty mean on the show. I mean, I, I am really shocked at how mean some of them are. But, you know, I really feel like you kind of hold it together and, refrain from, I mean, you give your opinion, but you don't sit there and you're not vicious. Well, one thing I don't do is I don't script my reality, which, uh, you know, my reality is my reality. I jumped out of a plane with my daughter because she asked me to, and it scared me to death, but I did it. I didn't script it or pre-think it or what can I do for TV. This is something I was going to do regardless if they filmed it. So I, I tend to think that, you know, a lot of the other things that are happening, they think like, what can I film as my reality? Or, um, you know, I just, I just want everyone to know that this is my life. I work, my family and my work are, are pretty much 100% of my life. There's not, there's not much else. I don't really get enthralled by the entertainment or who's watching me now or red carpets and all that stuff. I'm just, I'm just a hard-working girl. <laughs> no, you can't. My, you one of my good girlfriends gave me a book, and I like to share this tip with listeners, too, because, you know, I think that everybody can be a victim of gossip and that kind of stuff, and it said in this book, and I wish that I had the name of it, and I'll find it and put it on the, the web, but um, that you're standing in a big, huge box, and there's four mirrors on the outside of you, and when people are saying stuff about you, they're really looking in the mirror and saying it about themselves, oh, and I love, I love that. Yeah, that's interesting. On to a lighter subject, where did the woohoo come from? Because oh, you know I actually what? said that so much, and I got shut down by my kids, so every time you say it, I laugh. See, Every time you say it, I laugh my head I, off. I have to tell you that when you do say it, and it doesn't come out all the time this year because there's a lot of sad times, but when I do say it or when you say it, isn't it a great, it makes you happy. It does. Come and, on, give us one woohoo. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> and I have to tell you something even funnier because you you appreciate the woohoo. I, you know, my book was, was just um, published this past month and I started a company called Woohoo Productions. So oh we're gosh. we're an L S D and that's the publisher of my book is Woohoo Productions. I love so it. Very proud of it. Um, you can see it right in the front of the book. It says Woohoo Productions LLC. We we are a, a limited partnership and we've got our checkbooks and we're we're totally incorporated in the state of California. So it's been, you know, a fun journey and people when I'm wherever I'm at, I was in the Vatican this summer and somebody came up to me and goes, Woohoo you know, and I thought, Oh my gosh, you're watching it in Australia and you know the Woohoo. And you know what? in a hard life, if it brings a little bit of laughter and fun, that's what it's meant to be. You know what and, and especially with somebody like you who who does work so hard and to see you let loose and say woohoo. Yeah. My, my daughter, Jenna, is adorable. <laughs> and she's so smart, just graduated from University of Southern California. I'll oh, give Jenna a little lady. shout out. She says, oh, Mom, you're interviewing the woohoo lady. That's right. That's right. And tell her now we have a woohoo production. So I know. She'll, she was, she she'll laugh, laugh at she that. Goes, Perfect for you, Mom. You guys can <laughs> woohoo together. See, so, so you can appreciate it. You know, some people think it's corny or crazy, or but you know what? It, it 
if you're having a shot of tequila in the middle of Mexico and you shout out a woohoo, it sometimes just feels really good. So you got to do it, right? You got to lighten up in life. So tell I us know. more about your book. Oh, I'm so excited about my book. Um, I could, again, the, the book was launched basically five years ago in my mind when I started getting all these emails from these viewers saying, "Can I get into your business?" If what can I do? I've got a story of this lady who is 18 years old and called me one day, and she says, ma'am, I've been watching your show, and she says, I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas, and uh, I'm fixing to have a baby, and I'm in high school, and she says, I was looking at you working from your home. Do you think I could potentially sell life insurance from my home? And I said, you absolutely could. And I said, do you have a computer, and do you have a phone and a printer? And she said, yes, ma'am, I do. And I said, well, then that's what you need. Why don't you go get licensed in your state? And and call me. So she called me about a month later, and she said, ma'am, I don't know if you remember me or not, but I did what you said, and I went and got licensed. And I said, well, tell me about your, your setup. And she says, well, I live in a trailer with my parents, and my, my I'm getting married. My boyfriend is 22 years old. He's a trash collector in our area. He makes about 18000 a year. He's You know, he was a little bit older than her. And um, she was going to have a baby in a few months. So she was really energetic, very excited about potentially selling life insurance. And bottom line is, she's my top sales lady now. She bought herself a home. She bought her parents a home. She's made over $250,000 a year for the last two years. She has three children now. And I've grown with her through these last five years. And she's one of my grassroots stories of the book. You know, when there's hope and there's um, value and inspiration given to these people, they can go out and do it. So for these women that are getting divorced or becoming widows or men that are becoming, you know, widowers or getting divorced, this is not just a women's book. This is for all levels of life. This is for the high schoolers. Every girl and boy should read this book in high school. Every college girl graduating should be reading this. Every middle-aged girl, every senior. This is what life is. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy. We're handed a lot of cards sometimes, and we're wondering how do we, how do we sort them out? Which ones do we play? Which ones do we fold? And I want this book to become a, a coffee table book where people can say, you know what, in Chapter 4, when Vicki was diagnosed with her brain t- tumor and, you know, all the different issues that I've had to endure for my health, I didn't let it drop me, fall me. I mean, it talks about the Costco story where I, where I went to Costco thinking it would be okay to spend $400, and it wasn't. Um, all these different little life lessons, we all have these stories in our life to get us to where we're at, but I put it into a book, and, and it was a request actually by my fans or the people that have emailed me and said, how how'd you get to that level in your work? Because I talk about my work. Seriously, it is. It's really impressive. It is. Thank you. And it's not been easy. I'm not college educated. Um, I've learned the hard way. I've made a lot of mistakes, but um, I That's think what it's makes very, it more impressive. Yeah, actually, I think it's very inspirational. So I, I just hope that every everybody that reads it just you know, I've got a couple emails that came over and said that they were crying in one chapter and laughing in another. So that's my hope in, in all this, is that it gives us some hope and uh, encouragement that if you are a woman and you are married, how do you how do you get some independence in that marriage? When I hear men on our show, not to name names, say, you know, you, my wife would not be able to allow to be able to do this. Well, how, are we a child or are we an adult? How can you allow your wife to do something? I cringe when I saw you that. You had mutual respect for each other. That was my other. first husband. That's how he... Right? 
was was very controlling. But I would not you allow. Hold that thought real quick. We're going to have to take a commercial break really quick. Okay. We're right now. We're talking with Vicki Gumbelson. She wrote a great book, More Than a Housewife, which is really inspiring. We're going to be right back with Vicki. Listen to Just for Women, Dating, Relationships, and Sex, a weekly internet audio program from personallifemedia.com. Fresh inspiration and expanded relationship options for today's woman. I'm Terry Struck, host of Beauty Now. We're talking with Vicki Gumbelson. She wrote more than an Orange County housewife. She's an amazing, amazing inspiration to women. She started out with nothing, and now she's written this book. And as you you may know her from the Orange County Housewives, which is an addicting show. Of course, I love it, but I grew up down there in the OC. So I think that she's dispelling a lot of ideas that people have about Orange County Housewives. I really think it's great that you can be here to talk to us and tell us about the real, real life OC women. Yeah, you know, and I love living in Orange County. I, I go back to Chicago all the time and visit my family, and, um, you know, I, I love my people in, in Chicago. That's my family, my good girlfriends, my, my core of who I am. But when I still land at John Wayne Airport, I, I look at the palm trees and the beauty and the ocean and everything we have that we take for granted living in Orange County, and I think that's one of the appealing aspects of our show is it's just so beautiful here, and the clothes that we wear is just different than the Midwest and the East Coast, and so I think that's why our show has been so popular, too, is the opening segments are just pure beauty. It's just eye candy, um, but then when you get deep down into the show, um, we see really some some heartfelt situations, some problems with kids, some problems with marriages, problems with, you know, uh, people losing their homes. So I think that's where our TV shows become so popular. But for myself, my business has grown 70% in the last three years. When most people are, you know, firing people and laying off and closing their doors, we're growing um, because we're not an economy-based business. We, people are always going to need insurance. I spend most of my time now retirement planning for my clients and working on income streams for them. So in a market where there was a 37% decline, none of my clients lost any money because we don't put it at risk. So I've been really fortunate with building a good, solid business plan, and, and I'm very proud of it. And my son's working here now. He graduated from University of Colorado Boulder. And we all saw that when that cracked me up. <laughs> when I went and surprised him. But yeah. what is the greatest compliment you could have as a mother is your son coming to you and saying, Mom, I want to work for you. I want to work because you're the best. And now his friends are calling me and saying, we can't find jobs, and Mike's so happy, can we work for you too? And I'm thinking, okay, I don't have any more places in my office, but we're going to expand now. So, you know, that's just so inspiring to see these kids at 24 years old wanting to get into the insurance business. We're making insurance selling cool. It's it's not the crooked tie with the, the big belly man the way it used to be years ago. It's This is a new generation coming into this business, so I'm really excited about that. Well, you're definitely not that. You're very inspiring. And, and in your book, I know that you're going to talk about your seminars and stuff. And if, if you go to personallifemedia.com, you're going to be able to find Vicki's links to all of her book, her insurance, all of those things. So personallifemedia.com. And if you have any questions for me or ideas for shows, you go to T-E-R-I at personallifemedia.com. So, Vicki, before you go, we want to get some of your beauty tips. You seem to be... 
to me, you manage to look completely beautiful and natural and oh, your skin you. looks great and you're always taking good care, but you also enjoy yourself. So that's why I like you. you. Well, I've got genetically bad skin. I, I have cystic acne, so I struggle with it a lot. Um, I just actually am peeling right now. I had a Vipeel put on today, uh, last Friday. So <laughs> that's I, why I like my, you. Okay. My forehead is peeling as we're sitting here right now. I was meeting clients yesterday and the lady said to me, you have so, some skin falling off underneath your eye. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I said, I'm getting a peel. She goes, well, where'd you get done? I want to do the same thing. So here we are meeting with a 73-year-old lady telling her how to get her face peeled. Oh, my God. I'm always having skin falling off my face. Right. I'll come in from a, like a night of dinner and after wine, and I'll be like pouring the Retin-A on my face. I know. Is like that funny? I pieces hanging off, but I really believe in Retin-A, too. I love it. Yeah, I do, too. And I do that, and then I do my original, you know, maintenance Botox. you got to do that. And I've right. done some Juvederm lately. Um, but, you know, my biggest struggle, I think, with my life is fitting in uh, my workouts. I If I don't work out at 6 or 7 in the morning, then I, I can't find time to get it in my day. And when I don't get it in my day, it's on my mind. So Where do you get your thing. energy? I mean, six or seven in the morning. It's natural. But, see, I'm, I'm usually up till one or two in the morning. So it's hard for me to get up at six. So I'm usually a seven or eight o'clock riser. And by that time, I'm thinking, oh, gosh, I don't have time to go to the gym. And so my mind plays with it itself. Um, that's my biggest downfall is I don't have enough time to get working out. And I wish I was skinnier and I wish all that stuff. But like I'm any woman. Right. I'm 47, and you know what? you got to just you say, look amazing. I'm, I'm the same weight I was when I graduated high school, so at least I'm doing something right, right? <laughs> You're doing a lot of things right. You have great kids, and you just wrote this book, and it's amazing. And you can go to our website and link up with you, and people can yep. buy it. And I know that I haven't got the chance yet to read it, but I'm going to. Yeah, thank you. It's a, I, I, I Actually, Terry, when you get a chance to read it, email me back and let me know. Cause I, I will. I've got some more to request for number two, and that won't be for another year. But I just, I just want to see what you think of it because from the responses I'm getting so far, uh, they just said it's amazing. It's a Susie Orman. I love Susie Orman. In in a platform of just take care of yourself, take care of your finances, stop charging, spend with what you make. Don't don't get yourself in debt. You'll never get out of it. I mean, unless you get a windfall, which most people never get. So live within your means. Don't mortgage your house at 120 percent financing when you you know you don't have any money down it, it just all this happened because we were we were being greedy and we thought the economy was going to keep growing and if we went back to you know put 30% down and finance 70% none of this would have happened so you know we've 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 put our own stuff into our own grave here and if we go back to the basics of finance spend less than what you make and save at least 20% we wouldn't be in this situation it's basic advice, and that's really good advice. I'll definitely get a copy for both good. of my kids. Good, good. Because I think it is really good advice, and it is so hard to teach your kids right. about money when you yourself, not you, but me right. or right. other my other friends, have not set a good example about right. it. Right, we lead by example. So, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're spending money that you don't have and financing things that, because you can't afford it, then your kids are going to do the exact same thing. Right. And it's it's you know, we have to teach our next generation how to be responsible with what we make. That's really good advice. And now we're out of time. Well, Terry, thank you very much. Thank you so much. I'm definitely going to check out your book. So look on okay. your website today, and I'm going to get a couple copies for my kids. And thank and you. we'll have you back. Bless we're you. going to okay. get an update next time after I read Great. the book. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye bye. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.
saw you shopping at the North Star Mall. I hardly recognize you at all. It wasn't until I heard you say hello. I realized you were a girl I know. You look completely different than you did in 91. A total transformation. Come on, admit it. You had a little work done. Had a little work done. Holy cow. It don't matter. Wow, look at you now. How'd you like to get together for some fun? I kind of like it since you had a little work done. With kids, and I pretended that you didn't exist. You were a cute thing, but you couldn't be the trophy girl. I wanna hang it with me. You've gone from plain white bread to a honey bun. I think I'd like to have a taste now. Cause you're delicious since you had a little work done. Had a little work done, holy smoke. I noticed you a damn near joke. I think that we should get together for some fun I think I want you now, you had a little work done Had a little work done, had a little work done Had a little work done Had a little work done, had a little work done All around the town In your red convertible With the top down I heard the beauty is only skin deep They call me shallow Cause you're looking mighty sweet I never fantasized before That you would be the one But now you're in my night and day dream You're sure amazing since you had a little work done Had a little work done Holy cow It don't matter Wow, look at you now How'd you like to get together for some fun? I kinda like it since you had a little work done